This episode of the Personal Finance Show is brought to you by all of my websites. Here's the current list. The hub for all of my sites is bowhumphreys.com. If you want to know about me or any of the other sites I'm talking about, go to bowhumphreys.com. This is also the place to enter my giveaways. I have some great authors as guests, and I'm giving away their books. This month, I'm giving away five signed copies of Cashflow Cookbook by Gord Stein, who is my guest on episode 36. Head to bowhumphreys.com giveaway to enter. My number one site in age and traffic is my personal finance blog, investwisely.ca. It's two years old now, and in June, I got over 5,000 unique page views, so I'm pretty happy about that. My newest site is my small business site, financialaccounting.ca. If you have a small business and you want to do your own bookkeeping with QuickBooks Online or just want to learn more about financial accounting, this is the site for you. Listentomyblog.com is a very important site for me. Even though I've been medicated for my ADD for almost 10 years now, it's still not fun for me to read. Well, not in the same way that everybody else reads. I like listening to podcasts and audiobooks, but I also like reading out loud. It's way more enjoyable for me. For written books, we have audiobooks, but podcasts aren't really the audio versions of blogs. So I started listentomyblog.com, where I read and record my blogs and the blogs of others that I like, so that if you're like me or if you want to listen for any other reason, you have the option. Okay, there are a few more, but I'll stop there for today. If you have trouble remembering any of the URLs, just head over to bowhumphreys.com and all the links are there. Bow is B-E-A-U, Humphreys is H-U-M-P-H-R-E-Y-S. This is the Personal Finance Show. Hi, I'm Bo Humphreys, and this is The Personal Finance Show. What does a book about quitting smoking have to do with your personal finances? That's what I asked my friend Mark Rivard when he told me about his personal finance story. I know you're thinking, if you quit smoking, then you save money. Sure, that's part of it, but the money saved on cigarettes isn't going to make a huge dent in $20,000 of credit card and student loan debt. When Mark told me his story, I knew that other people needed to hear it. You see, Mark got a bit too comfortable living off the generosity of others. We all go through periods like this in our lives. Maybe we're just figuring things out and a friend or family member helps us through the low income or financially difficult times of our life. But how do you learn to take care of yourself financially when you're so used to relying on handouts? Where does the motivation come from to make a change? Just because people keep offering you help doesn't mean that you should take it. And this advice also extends to the help, that's air quotes help, that credit cards offer you in times of need. Credit cards can often seem like a great tool to fund the life that you want, but they come at a huge cost, which you might not realize until you're swimming in debt. And that's the point when you might really need help, but you already used up all of your handouts. What do you do in this situation? I'm so glad that Mark decided to open up and tell his story. It's important to hear, and I hope that hearing it helps you or someone you know make a positive change. My mom worked at TD. Okay. She's retired now. Well, what does she do at TD? She's just just a teller. Okay. For about 30 years. But always, you know, she was there, had my account joined with hers. Actually, it was, it was a joint account up until probably in my, I was in my, my probably late 20s. Okay. Maybe, uh, yeah. Like, just why would it be a joint account? What's the, I don't know, she always what's just the kept goal an eye. of that? Just uh, so she, she could see? Yeah. 
Maybe just kept an eye on it. I don't really know. Maybe it was cheaper. I don't. But I it really was your remember. account. Yeah, I put the money in and took the money out. And yeah, okay. Did that, but, but she just had her name on it too. She had her name on it as well, and so she, she would, could look at it. She would tell me. She would never, you know. <laughs> she'd be like, "Hey, it's getting a little low. Stop spending. Okay. <laughs> don't do that." Do you know how? Like, how often did she check this account? I don't know how often she checked, but enough to know how much I was spending. So just a, a, kind of a way spent. of this is like your mom, like her way of caring, her way of yeah. keeping an eye. And it was it was absolutely fine. But the thing was, every piece of financial advice outside of that that she could give me i completely ignored because i was just that kind of person where i money wasn't a thing yeah that's why I, I probably ended up being terrible with money <laughs> well what did like what was your thought like money it just wasn't part of your life it, it just wasn't, wasn't something you thought about saving no. or earning so that you could have a better future or something anything like that no it didn't it never it, i mean it, of course it crossed my mind but i was just like eh, other things video games whatever you know, whatever. I was just a kid. But you need money for video games. Yeah, you do. well, not when you get them as Christmas gifts. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so there's that. So yeah, it's it's hard to develop something when you're younger. Yeah. You know, when you're you're basically you don't have a lot of costs or anything, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I wasn't handed everything. I was I didn't just they didn't just give me yeah whatever all the time. But there were some handouts here and there. Yeah, of course. But like I would I would waste that too. And so uh, you uh, when did you start earning your own money? Like working. When? Yeah. How early? I got a, when I was maybe 1990, between 1990 and 1994, I got a penny saver paper route. Okay. Yeah. That's, you're like five years old. What are you talking no, about? No, I was, that was, uh, <laughs> for two ages like six to 10. I did, I had this route. I was born in 84. Remember? Yeah. No, <laughs> well, that's like, yeah. So I, I had a, uh, 1990. Uh, yeah. That was, yeah, that's really so. young. Maybe it was. Did maybe you was, really maybe start? I was a older. Maybe maybe if you maybe, maybe I'm a little older, getting the, the years muddied. But um, no, I started. I had a penny saver paper route, and I had it for a long time. Okay, because the route I had, because see, okay, here's where I got a penny saver paper route, and friends of mine also had paper routes as well. So like, if one of us had to sub in for another, we could go do it. And they ended up getting upset with me because I got I had fewer houses on my route, but I got paid a lot more than they did. Not a lot more, not like you know whatever. But it, they they I guess their payment thing was uh, structured based on. Your distance. So the penny the saver, you don't have to pay for this, right? Is it a free paper? Yeah, it was delivered free and they would just pay. It was, I mean, I didn't, so the advertisers are paying for the function, for the operations of the paper. I guess so, and yeah. then I guess you're part of that as, as delivery. delivery. But how much could you possibly make doing this? I don't remember. It wasn't a lot. No, no, but the length but of time, more than everybody else. Yeah, you're like the, marginally the top more. earner. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a, it was a great position and okay. I, I don't regret it for a second. Uh, uh, and and is because of the distance that I had to travel, because yeah. uh, some houses were very far apart. It was on Riverside Drive between like Kensington and Manning. So and this is in in Windsor in, in or, or, or St. Uh, Beach area. Yeah, and okay. um, there's a long stretch of houses that would take maybe a couple hours to get through it all. Like I did one half and then took a break and then did the other half down the west side of the road. Yeah, I guess just because of the distance, I was paid a little more. Uh, so that was cool. And now, like, <laughs> do you feel like you know thinking about it now? Yeah. You know that you know you you work you know in a job and you work hard. Do you think you learned how to do that sort of then? Like you're doing this hours and hours of stuff. Mm -hmm. Did you learn about working hard for money or did Absolutely you not, not learn anything? No, no. Okay. I don't think I did. <laughs> not at that uh, time I, yet. No, because it wasn't a particularly demanding job and it involved a lot of walking. The hardest part I think was when, so they deliver, I don't know if you're familiar with the with the penny saver, what, not so much. Route, no, no. It's just a. It's a free paper that had a bunch of stuff. Uh, every week, of flyers course, there was different flyers. Yeah, okay. a little bit of news things. Some flyers. Sometimes they give out free samples, of like cereal or something like that. Oh, nice. But uh, 
those cereal samples never made it. No. Um, I got to keep <laughs> Some the leftovers. Of them? Oh, I you think. got yeah. the leftovers. Okay. Sometimes, yeah. They usually made it out. Anyway, they deliver all the papers to me first to get them out, but they're mm-hmm. delivered in stacks of, there's like a stack of this company's one, a stack of this one, this one. Oh, you got to put them together. I had to rearrange them on the table, oh. put them all together, slip them inside a bag, put them in. We had a wagon or the back of my dad's truck or something like that, and we'd go and we'd deliver them all. This does not so, seem worth whatever money you got for it, this. You know what, though? It was the first... It, <laughs> it they taught, were paying me to do this thing. It taught you work. Yeah, it taught me a, a little bit. And then I kind of fell off after that, I guess, because I didn't have a job until years later when I started working with my dad. But back into this, yeah, the hardest part was, and the part I struggled with the most was, besides walking around in wintertime delivering these things, was putting them together. And it was just a mundane process of that. So I really don't know why I did it for so long. My mom, uh, well, we used a lot of, some of the money to fund uh, uh, a trip we took to, to Florida. Okay. Which was nice. So. That's all right. But other than that, I didn't really, the money was just kind of put away. And I, I wasn't into, I didn't really have a lot of access to the bank account. Like, I, this is before I had a debit card. So yeah, I just go, if I needed 20 bucks, I'd go take it up. I didn't really have anything to spend money on. You're a child yeah. at this point. Uh, we lived next to a corner store, but, you know. Okay, so you, you saved some of that money. You went on a trip. Yeah. And then you stopped at a certain point. And then you didn't get another job until you just said you work with your dad? Or when I started working with my dad, yeah. Um, what age would that have been? Probably in high school sometime. Yeah, okay. Uh, but it was just doing? like things here and there because uh, he runs um, uh, a company called Ambulance Electronics. And they he just does satellite antenna home theater installs. Okay. Like on the weekends and stuff. Yeah. Like on Saturday, I just go up with them for a day, go around to whoever called that week needing something or somebody found them in the yellow pages or something. We just go and do that. And that was... I mean, one day out of the week, yeah. and then they'd get some money in my bank account. So a little bit of pocket money. Yeah, and a little bit of that. Whatever that. And that kind of funded, I guess, my high school, whatever, like if spending, I wanted to go to yeah, yeah. spending. Even it's still, regular. I would still, I think, drain my bank account of just whatever, because if you spend a night out, that's how much I made on that Saturday, so I'd, I could go spend it, and then I'd be back at zero. So <laughs> you're learning that, you know, you got money, mm-hmm. and it's for spending. So at this point now, yes, and and... Before it was it was just put wherever, saved for a trip. Yeah, this money now was mine, and I was there's more. I was older now, more things to spend it on: food at school, there's a cafeteria, alcohol. Sure, well, you know all the all the fun stuff that comes with being a, a teenage. There's not enough person. to save. There's not enough really to be saving for the future, right? Maybe that's your thought, or just no thought. Mind. Never, right? you know, I never thought after after high school after college. I, don't, I didn't. Have a you didn't have that outlook clue of what the future was going to be. For this me. is this so. seems like a very common thing. Like some people are like, I'm saving from when I'm like two years old, yeah. And some people are <laughs> and now those are people. like, I'm spending my money, yeah. and <laughs> who knows what the future will hold. Exactly. And so this is not this is not an uncommon thing, though. Mm-hmm. Though we like to think that uh, you know it's a delinquent behavior, right. but it's not not for not for some a teenager, and not even for someone who's just starting out. Yeah. Not because at this point you don't have debt, and no. you. You can't get debt yet because you're not 18. Right. Did you get into the debt uh, when you were able to, like credit cards? When did I, that start? I got a credit card, I think, when I was in college. Okay. So, like, they and offered it to you, like, at school? or No, it was, um, was it for forget, a reason. I wonder. It might have just been for, like, an emergency thing or for just spending at college. And I would go through that real quick, too. Yeah, like so it was just, another, just it was, like it was know, a savings account. Yeah, or, or, like, you know, free money. Yeah. Just like, oh, here, here's a credit card. Cool. Not to pick on your mom or anything, no. but like she's working at TD. Yeah. She's not saying like, 
the credit card is not for you to spend, or maybe she did say she that. Pro- I think she, she said, that, said yeah. that. Oh yeah, it was and likely that, like, that was said. Yeah, I'm gonna spend it. <laughs> yeah, and I did, <laughs> and I spent it right up until that one day where I I swiped it and it said insufficient funds. Wow. And I was like, huh, that's how quickly. I, and it wasn't a very high limit. It might have been. I think it was any higher than a thousand or fifteen hundred, maybe even five hundred. I don't really, to be honest, I don't really recall. But it was still. I I had gone through it quickly enough where I was like, hmm, hmm. So that's that now. And didn't learn anything from it. Well, what about when you started making payments? What, um, how did that feel? Like, did you did you start to get the picture of like, or now I just have to kind of uh, interest uh, wasn't a thought that crossed my mind either. No, Didn't yeah. think about it. Paid whatever. Okay, even when you're making the minimums. Yeah, yeah. I might have gotten a, a few handouts, Christmas, whatever, yeah, money, and then cash. Kind of put it down on. That. Uh, well, some went to that. The majority went to spending other spending things. Like more. I said, like I said, uh, through this is peppered moments where I get some handouts that I just waste on. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, but this is a, a this is things. another common thing yeah. where oh, yeah. you're just making the minimum payments because that's normal. Yep. And yeah, I, you know, I probably was like that too. Oh, you know, when right. I was in my early twenties, it's just this is what you do, mm-hmm. right? And nobody's saying like it's going to take you seventy two years to pay this yep. <laughs> off <laughs> at this level because it's never going to. You know, your interest rate was probably twenty percent or something like that, or maybe yep. you got a better one. But okay, so now you're so you're in college. And you got that one credit card that mm-hmm. seems to be usually maxed out. Yep. And your bank account's probably empty. It was never very full. No. It was always going between full and empty. Like the the thing, my the weird thing I got caught up in when I got paid for doing any work yeah. through, for my dad through college is that like, oh, I have all this money. And when I get to zero, that's when I can stop. Okay. I have the money. Yeah. I should spend it. And then once I get to zero, no more spending until I get more money. It's yeah. just like I didn't have any idea of what to do with it other than that, not to save it, not to do whatever. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I was very ignorant about um, no, it, it's, all that. It's, I guess it's kind of like common sense, isn't it? Yep. Like I have money. <laughs> what am I going to do with it? I'm going to live my life. And then when it's gone, I'll try to find more money. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but how did you find more money when you needed it, especially in college and stuff? Did you have loans, other kind of loans or the college stuff? Like I, did through, I did OSAP and that's what mainly was like maybe a good percentage of my debt up until a couple of years ago. But I, I would just I would ask for handouts here and there, too, on top yeah. of that. Twenty, forty bucks. Like, I don't know. Not, I wouldn't get it all the time. Well, how does that how does that go? Like, I don't have money in my account. Can, dad, I, dad can, I, borrow, 40 bucks. can I borrow it? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Would they think you would ever pay it back? If not if it was like twenty or forty or something like that, maybe. Sure. Yeah. In the hundreds, maybe, but I don't think I really asked for And it was just a for living much. things. It's not yeah. like you were, you know, I need to buy another big screen T V or no. this or this or that. You're just you're spending and you're just trying to Okay, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So now okay, but you're still in Windsor at this point? Yep, still living at home. Still living at home and st- and going to St. Clair College. Yeah, didn't have a car, used my mom's car she had a dodge avenger at the time i was taking that okay so your expenses are your real expenses are low oh yeah yeah absolutely uh the only thing i don't even, i think they might have even for the first little bit paid my credit card bill but it was like a yeah little flip phones you, you know whatever yeah um, i mean a lot of parents do that yeah you know you're trying to just give you the edge so that when you do start on your own which is the next chapter mm-hmm. <laughs> of the story you can start fresh yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. The next chapter where I started fresh did take place till you know years yeah. after that. Yeah, okay. I also, between high school and college, too, I took up smoking, which was... Uh, so this is a, an expense for yeah, you? Yeah, it was a little bit of an now, expense. Was it, uh, it wasn't, again, it wasn't at first because I would either... Because my, my parents smoked, so I would sure. take cigarettes from them or somebody would just give me some. 
I was a terrible, I bum smokes all the time from people at the school. But how much would you say spend on a typical day? Like how much would cigarettes cost in a day? Depends on, I, I used it, I would calculate it when I did it after I, after I quit, I would, I calculated it, uh, I guess weekly cause I wasn't the heaviest of smokers, sure. but I maybe had about five to eight cigarettes a day, which in the pack there's 20 or 25. So by average two or three packs a week. Okay. And they're they're probably a little bit more expensive now, but between seven and ten bucks, I think, is what they were going for. Yeah, yeah, sure. Back then, so it's uh, it's thirty bucks a week. That yeah. Granted, if I had that money, I probably would have spent it on something else anyway. And how long did and you smoke? Like, um, since I was sixteen till twenty nine, so about thirteen years. Yeah, or, yeah. But you, it'd probably be about thirty okay. grand, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Like uh, in over ten years. Yeah. Uh, if you would have been like invested it. Right. And then of course <laughs> that would be, and then if you kept that, yeah. it would grow and it would probably be like, you know, a couple hundred grand of retirement. Mm-hmm. Now, it's crazy when you think about it. Uh, Nobody yeah. thinks about how much these things add up. But like you said, you would have spent it on something else. Yeah. It was spent it on. It's not like, oh, spending. if only, right? It yep. just could have gone somewhere. That's the thing. It, 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 at a certain point of our life, you know, people can throw tons of money at us and it, it just disappears, right? It's like <laughs> you don't even realize how because nobody taught you how to track your money. Nobody taught you any reason to track. Nobody taught you the reason to save. We we kind of need more of that. Like, well, that's the thing. I wouldn't say I wasn't taught it. It was I was always being like my mom. That's a good point. These things uh, were yeah, always being mentioned. I really don't want to uh, put this no, on your mom. Oh no, no, and, no. no she she probably said all of this stuff to you. Yeah. But how do you teach someone to listen? Exactly. You can't. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's very difficult. So you kind of have to go through what you're go, what you're going to go through. Yeah. That's the only way to learn. I guess so. Is that unless you pick it up a lot better and, and it and place more importance on it maybe from a younger age like like there's some people I know who are who are financially well off just because they were smart from the get-go. They were good in school. But they why? Were, but why? Like I don't know. They just happen to be like <laughs> I know some people that just have catalysts early like you maybe uh your your parents almost lose the house or your 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 they lose their jobs mm-hmm. and you guys are almost you know, on the street. And you're like, oh, I'm never going to be like that. So that's, you know, that instills that in you, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You know, I went through a gambling addiction. That's another thing that mm-hmm. kind of pushes you forward early, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, yeah. can't let that happen, <laughs> right? But I guess if you don't have anything to, to light the fire, how do we teach? And this is, a, this is probably a, a question that everyone's been trying to answer for a long time. Mm-hmm. How do we teach people to understand the importance not just like tell them like, you know, you can tell people to do tons of things, right? Like brush their teeth and then, you know, then they don't. And mm-hmm. that's why dentists exists. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and it's like so many things, right? Yeah. Like money is so ubiquitous though. If you could tell somebody like we, and we tell them all the time, but if we could really make them see that hundred bucks a week, if somehow they got that, if they start when they're 16 or whenever, oh man, they could retire at 40. Like it's, you know, I'm almost 40, right? Yep. <laughs> Imagine if somebody would have yep. said you could retire now. And I, I feel like I'm 20. Yeah. It's great. So I could basically retire at 20. So it's, it's really fascinating to me. And, 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 uh, I guess all we can do is just keep talking about what happens. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. So you're still in Windsor or have you left yet? Still there. Uh, graduated college. Okay. And what did you do um, after that? Still, I think I took a year off from school. I just worked with my dad. Okay. For the main part. I also, I should add, I got like a part-time gig when I was at the college working on their phones. They're calling applicants and stuff and they paid okay. a wage for that Like the too. registrar's office, that yeah, kind of thing? Something like that, yeah. yeah. It was like a group of like maybe five or six of us calling okay. applicants and doing a whole bunch of stuff there. So that was a tiny little job I had for, I think, a, the final two years whenever... They wanted me in a few days a week, maybe. I think it was minimum wage or maybe even below minimum wage. It wasn't really 
nothing again it was just and it was money that was coming in alongside now of the work i was doing with my dad okay and then that stopped obviously once i finished college and now i had this college debt yeah of about yeah how much was it at this point the program was a brand new program. It was music theater. And yeah, it was, so you it was took probably, me music theater and... Yeah. Uh, it was about five grand a year, I want to say, in a three-year program. Okay. But, again, here's another uh, handout. My grandmother uh, paid for my third year. Oh, that's nice. As a, as a gift yeah. to me. I was like, I was blown away. I was like, wow, well, thank you very much. That's super cool. So now I still have I'm 10 grand in debt to, to OSAP. And that's just coming out automatically out of my bank account. Yeah. yeah, it's just coming out minimum whatever. I don't think the pers- the the interest was very high, but I don't really again. I don't but they really force remember. you to pay it back, yep. uh, and they give you a certain amount of time to do that. They don't yep. give you a choice, really. No, of course not. And I knew that from the beginning of getting it. I was like, okay, well then when this is done, out. I'll be paying you back because maybe I'll be, who knows? Maybe I'll be an actor, or maybe yeah, I'll do so this. Yeah, so that was that was the plan. You wanted to get into acting or theater um well it's always been a passion yeah of course uh i again with most things most jobs i've gone i've gone through even that as a passion and music and everything i was kind of take it or leave it yeah i would do it anyway whether or not it made me money uh, to a certain point i guess but i've been paid for acting gigs there was some companies in windsor yeah would so pay you, had, you. you had some opportunities yeah yeah so and i would do those things as well here and there okay yeah um it wasn't again it's not the best pay but you do it and i was in the band as well um which is the reason we even moved to Toronto in the first place. Okay, yeah. Was that. But um, the band money was never, I never got, that was all put towards like funding maybe an album okay, or, so or reinvested, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I never expected to see anything from that anyway. What was the band name? We were called My October. My October, Yeah, cool. it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so there, how many in the band? Four of us, I think. And we changed out a few bass players, added a singer here and there. Cool. And uh, yeah, we rode that wave all the way to Toronto. Okay, so but, uh, you so let's move to Toronto then. Okay, so you did you did some work with your dad in Windsor for about a year. Yeah, yep. but the and enough to pay the OSAP, enough to keep paying the minimum that was coming out all the That's time. Right? Not what enough. What about the credit cards? Where are we at um, with that? I still have the one credit card. I'm I think I'm making minimums. I don't know if it was and again handouts here and there. Yeah. For just putting money on the card, and is it just like uh, the end of the month? You're looking and you're realizing, oh man, I don't have enough to cover in this one to cover that one. No, so <laughs> I wasn't even. That's the thing. I, that's how much I was oblivious to. It. I, I barely you, even looked at the statement all the time. Okay, so how did you know when you needed money? Either it would run out, and I would say, <laughs> you would like you would actually <laughs> you know, be at yeah. a store. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> all right, well, I'm using debit to pay for this one then, or cash, or um. Or wow. my mom would tell me. She'd be like, this is getting low. Of course, you, you had this, the, the, the angel yep. uh, watching your, <laughs> your account angel. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody has this, by the way. It's like, no, yeah. It seems so normalized to you. <laughs> like, it, you, you yeah, my think, mom was looking at my account. She just said, put yeah, more stuff in. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. You would think that I would, you know, clue in at that point. It's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, you're doing this, you're doing that. You're just, it, just so oblivious. It just wasn't it's just like, don't worry about it. Wasn't it. Thing. You're focusing on your living. You're focusing on your life, yeah. right? So you're in Toronto. You guys all moved into a house together? We moved into a house in North York. So summer 2008, about a decade ago now. So you're paying rent. I'm paying rent. Now for the first time. Yeah, this is the first time I moved out. I paid rent for a little bit. Okay. And then I didn't pay rent anymore. <laughs> um, and uh, how did that work out? Well, here's the thing. Here's here's another thing. I got another handout from uh, Grandma. She, oh. gave me, she wrote me a check for $2,000. Said, okay. you're moving to Toronto. Here you go. And within the first couple months, that was gone. Yeah. Yeah. I just spent it on, I, we went downtown, we went out, we did all these things. Everybody in the house had a job except for me. There's like an LCBO on the corner. When we passed it to go see the house, it's like, hey, I want to work there. And you would just say, you would say this. Just said it, but uh, not knowing but, at the time that like they had 
contractual oh like a position un- like so for, like is it a union yeah it's unionized but you're if, when you start i'll just get into this real quick and then we can move uh, but when you start there you just work for like a, a seasonal contract like oh so you couldn't even november get a, to a, a job full-time there no to start if you wanted oh no yeah no unless i mean i don't know depends on if you if you're you can move up there if you speak French, actually, I guess, which is really nice. But, okay. Because <laughs> they, they're focusing on, like, French language service, uh, stores. But anyway, sorry. Uh, I derailed. <laughs> that happens a lot. Um, so how could you justify not working while everyone else I was, was? like, oh, I have $2,000. <laughs> <That's laughs> That's going to last me forever. Yeah, exactly. That's not, that feels like a lot because it was, it was different from when she helped me pay for that final year of college. This was $2,000 for me to live. spend on myself to live. That I and again I had no. You can stretch that out for how long? You, I did. Well, I couldn't. I didn't. <laughs> but some people can. I did not. So when the money ran out, uh, my girlfriend at the time was offering to pay my rent for me. Okay. And I guess maybe I took advantage of that as well for a little okay. too long. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into too many details, but like obviously that didn't work out well. Yeah. For the relationship in general, and it fell apart a bit after that. That's but, probably a common thing, but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, that's a lesson. <laughs> that is a lesson. That's a hard lesson. Uh, yeah. Again, the lesson I didn't learn until many years later. This is like, we have to live. We have to live these lessons, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we can't just read a book. I think, yeah, especially you, because you know you have a, a bit of a independence streak, and you know I'm not going to say rebellious, but let's let's say you know against the status quo of a saver, right? Yeah. And so, of course, you're not going to let anyone tell you what is your path. You got to experience it for yourself and learn, and then say, "Oh yeah, they were, they were right about that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, every, everybody was, was right <laughs> everybody, about all of that. Everyone was right. I'm, I'm yeah. sure they feel okay now, but oh, I hope you know, so. Yeah. Well, it's uh, you know, I just I want some people to be listening and then you know play it for their play the episode for their 20 year old, <laughs> you know, saying like. Oh, I can just, I don't need to work, right? Yeah, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. (laughs) So, okay, the girlfriend, she paid for a bit, but then that didn't last for a while. No, well, I got a job. Okay, so um, where'd you end up getting a job? The, the liquor control at the LCBO. Yeah, like I said, I'm going to work there. So you got the seasonal (laughs) position that they were offering? Yeah, for one time uh, in my life, I saw, I had a goal. I was like, I'm going to work there. And then, hey, there we go. I work there now. Um, but, That's um, awesome. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I had the seasonal job. So I got, I, I worked from like maybe November until new year's okay. that first year. And then that was it. That's it. Like a firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're only working for the summer <laughs> fighting forest <laughs> fires. And then the rest of the year you have off, except yeah. they typically make enough money in that time for the whole year. Exactly. And can go on EI. Did you, were you able to do that? I made enough to buy most of the Christmas gifts I wanted to that year. Okay. And then I think I did try going on EI, but then I got hired on again okay. the following oh, good. summer. Oh, the following summer. So about six months later. So wait, how do you survive for six months? Uh, handouts again. Okay. Okay. I, when I go back, when we would uh, take trips back to Windsor, family's there, they hand me, grandma hands me 50 bucks, whatever. So but that, not, that, still not paying rent though. Um, but here, how, when wait, I could, okay, I guess. How much was rent in this house um, for you? There's four of us in there. It was about two grand rent, so 500 bucks. Okay. Well, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so, and in between then, I was getting some extra background gigs work on, okay. on shows. Okay. Oh, that's good then. You're picking um, up this and was, that. Yeah. yeah. So that was okay here and there. Uh, I had enough, I guess, to make it by, but again, still the majority of the rent. I can't, I can't give a percentage, but I guess she was still paying the majority of my rent for me. So why just why just LCBO? Like why was that the only option for you? Like what about 
you know, we have friends who are waiting tables, right? Working catering. Was that, was that not for you? To be honest? Yeah. It was so damn close to the house. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I could, that, I could walk. <laughs> yeah. It was on the corner. If they called me in to go work, I could be there in 30 seconds. Okay. So that was one of them. Two, I don't know, maybe, I guess, I, and I'm, that's the thing. I mean, I'm told I'm a people person, customer sure. service wise. I guess I'm, I'm pretty good, but I don't know how some of my friends can handle doing the, the yeah. waiting tables and, and stuff. Because sometimes it's it, like the stories I would hear sounds too much. I'm like, oh, I think I had a bad day where I was. Yeah. Sometimes it can be worse there. Uh, maybe that played a factor in it, I guess, but also just maybe, maybe it didn't seem appealing to me. But the fire under you to, to pay your rent and to, pay for things it just wasn't there <laughs> no and no. this is not a video podcast but i you, i shrugged at that yeah. I was like, that's that's, <laughs> that's yeah, the right. way i my mindset was it was terrible wow <laughs> well i mean i, I it is i don't know I feel, I, seem, I feel like a parent right now yeah. it's nice to hear you uh, yeah. acknowledge that yeah right because for you to be able to survive at that time it took uh, a village basically yeah. and mm-hmm. You were just accepting that or just not even, you're not even thinking about it. You're like, I'm floating. I just, I need to survive. And yeah. everyone's like, we like Mark. <laughs> so we, well, we want him to survive too. Yeah. And we know one day yeah. he's going to be an upstanding citizen. Yeah. <laughs> and so, okay. So you did, you got hired on full time? No, no. I'm no. So actually, Another honest, season? I'm still not full time. I'm still. Summer season? Oh, you're still, season. you're still not full time. No. Sorry, spoilers, everybody. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. So yeah, so how does it work then? You you like how do you get the hours that you want? Uh, or how you, do, what, how did really. you start? You, you started as the seasonal casual. Yeah. Uh, your contracts up at the end of New Year's. If you work the summer, your contracts at the end of uh, at, on Labor Day. Okay. When it's up. Yeah. Uh, so I worked the summer, and then if I guess if they need people or they they liked you enough as a person or as an employee, then they'll, they'll they'll, they give you get a phone call and you get hired on. Okay, so during all this time, then your OSAP. Is is there a dent being made into that debt? Uh, not really. How does it, how do the minimum payments work for OSAP? Like it's going down a little bit. I it's hope it's going down a little bit. It's coming out of my account automatically every, however often, month or a couple times a month. And then of course the LCBO money is just for living. Yeah, it's not like you're able to put an extra chunk. Maybe you're getting some gifts. Grandma seems to be quite generous at times. That might have been the end of, of that in particular. Yeah, okay. of her handouts, save for. I think one more a couple of years ago as Christmas gift, but yeah, again, spoiler alert. So, yeah, <laughs> but, um, no, then, then for a while it was just the generosity of others that I will be forever grateful for. It's what kept me in this city, I guess, I guess as well. I had a, there was a, I guess a, a stigma I had created in my own head that if I was so, I didn't have a lot of money. And if I moved back to Windsor, then it'd be like, like Toronto had defeated me. Like the end. It'd you be know? the end for you. Yeah. You're um, working for your dad was, on the Saturdays yeah. and that's it. Which was silly, a silly thought at the time, but it crossed my mind. And I was like, well, no, I'm going to want to stay here and, okay. and, and get stuff done. And okay. <laughs> do <all that." laughs> so LCBO, you're able to keep doing the seasonal then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they hired after the second season job yeah. I did, they hired me on. Okay, great. Um, and then you would get, so you're, you were still part-time though. Yeah. Yeah. But as many part-time shifts as you can handle? As many as they would give, they could give me. I wasn't really, I guess at the time, they didn't really guarantee hours for that. I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about it without them. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> we, the, have we don't like have a, to get into that. We have like a, 
a strict uh, rule about for for social media and stuff like that. But it's yeah. not, I mean, it's nothing you can't. This is nothing you can't find out. I guess publicly anyway. No, yeah. Like the way, like when people sure if they apply, apply for it, this is what you find you out. You want to know what you're going to be yeah, able exactly. to get. Yeah. But um, I'll just be careful with with what I say regarding that. But I mean, yeah. And I got hired on part time, yeah. uh, which was a year round thing. Okay, so great. I'm, whenever they and if somebody called in sick, they go down the thing. It's a seniority list. So this sounds like a, it's something that might be able to sustain you. Yeah, in terms oh, yeah. of financially. Yes, but you're not quite able to pay down the debt yet. No, and couple that with the fact I'm still in the mindset I was way back when, like, oh, money, spend it, spend it, spend it till so you hit zero. Now you're spending, you're buying things. Yeah, like what kind of things? Um, you got a little bit. You, do you feel rich at this point? Do you feel like? Wow, I got like a steady income. Nah, uh, in a, in a way, yeah, like rich in the way that, like, yeah. yeah, the income's coming more sure, now because yeah. I'm I have a job that can be for however long I want yeah, it to be. Well, yeah, wow. Um, but also at the same time, I'm just buying I don't know, things here and there, video games, beer, you know, just whatever you want, whatever I wanted. Yeah, because yeah. I wasn't at home now, I didn't have to worry about why did you buy that and no judgment. Although there was still judgment, I guess. But then we well. I guess in a way, I kind of thought like I was saving because now I had this, uh, I had a, a savings account that would put a dollar in every time I used my debit card. Okay. <laughs> and that's, that's big One saver. Of those, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you're building it up slowly. Well, yeah. And then that would all go because I didn't know how to use the savings account either. Right. I, well, I knew how, but I just didn't care. I would, once the bank account got to zero again. Then you out would, comes the savings, then and then, but you know, it. and depends on. Oh, the more I use my debit, the more I'll have in the savings next time. Oh, great. When I get to zero, <laughs> that's this is perfect logic. <laughs> yeah, I'll just spend. This is how people justify credit card rewards. Yeah, but you know, it should be things that you're going to spend anyway. Exactly. Which hopefully, mostly it was like the McDonald's Monopoly. Like it's fine to play McDonald's Monopoly, but you don't go as long as you don't go eat at McDonald's every single meal while it's on. Then you got a problem, right? Well, then you're waiting for that uh, Park Place piece that's going to be in Saskatchewan that's or something right. that's never going to come to you. Yeah, anyway. you might as well play the lottery or you know anything yeah. <laughs> that is that you know it's not going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But people like to think all of this stuff will happen. Did you end up moving from the location yet? Yes. So we, my girlfriend and I moved. Over. We kind of all kind of split off across the city. Yeah. Uh, the bands, the the band stuff was, uh, I think, at this point getting a little shaky not in terms of like our relationships with each other just like scheduling yes yeah, so you had band everything. money too coming in every so often yeah again i wouldn't see no much you wouldn't of that. see it would either, either, it would either go yeah, to sorry reinvest well we'd pull yeah we reinvest into like we had a van now a band van that we take out okay wow but then uh so we, we got rid of the band van um <laughs> because we all moved out to like i said separate places across the city uh and then i think a few months later my girlfriend and i broke up okay and i was given maybe a few months to find a place, however yeah. long I needed, which was also very generous. And then I was on my own. Okay. So that was that. So I had no more, there was no more, you know, oh, can you pay the rent this month? Okay. So, so you weren't, you weren't even paying rent still. Uh, again, sometimes it, it was, it was still, it got to the point where it would be a question at the end. Can you pay, can you pay the rent? Okay. And well, sometimes it, it was yes. Yeah, that's and nice. More often than not, that's it nice. Was no. I wish somebody asked me that <laughs> at the end of every month. <laughs> like I said, the, I, you know, the, Living off the generosity of others, like friends, family, spouse, yeah, sometimes tends to get a little too familiar. Yeah, I mean, I just hope some people listening will, uh, you know, will understand that, that you know maybe maybe they're taking a little uh, too much advantage of this and that, and yeah. and just because people keep you know offering it to you doesn't mean that you should keep taking it right is that a is that a would you say that's a lesson that absolutely you yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. definitely you got to you you know it's like learning how to say no but yeah. instead of 
asking someone asking something from you. It's somebody giving something to you. Yeah. And you still you can you gotta learn to say no sometimes. But but you're still young. Me, you're yep. still young at this point, and that's cool. And so okay, so now you got your full time part time basically, mm-hmm. and you're good. You're living life, and the debt is still there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so. So you didn't have any, there wasn't something that lit a fire to pay off the debt or what did that come at the same time? No, but you wanted to quit smoking. I did before. Actually, I have another. Am I jumping the gun? A little bit. Okay. I have a, I have a, just a straight. So I moved out. I'm on my yeah, own Yeah, of course. Oh, did you get um, more debt? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. This is where it's. Oh, too- <laughs> sorry. Let's keep going. Let's keep going on this that. This is where it probably gets okay, really so interesting. you're out on your own. You got to pay your yeah. rent, which you maybe or may, might not have the money for. Okay, what happens? How many credit cards you got? <laughs> this is where it gets really interesting okay, and yeah. where we can get into the, the thick of, of, yeah. of debt and Let's financial crisis. The one thing that stuck in my head now is like, okay, now I have to pay rent. Yeah. And I find a place and I, I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to pay rent on my own. Like full, yeah. So Which I'm going to have to... Probably about 1000 bucks a month. Uh, at that time, 700 yeah. to 1000 bucks in Toronto at that time. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I found a couple people looking for a roommate near near Danforth. This yeah. is before I moved on to Danforth. Near Danforth. Okay, near there before. And it was a three-bedroom place. It took up about half of a house. That was roughly the same, maybe a little bit more, maybe five five fifty a month. Okay. So that was the one thing that stuck in my head was like, okay, now I have to pay rent. And a lot of what I've been spending on that comes into my checking account mm-hmm. can go to rent. Okay. So so this is... That's one the tiny... First Tiny yeah. thing that First happened. First tiny okay. thing that happened. And then I went and got maybe three or four credit cards. Okay. And I, now you just, you hadn't applied for credit cards before now. I hadn't. And why? Because, well, companies called me and offered them. Yeah. So so just they just <laughs> happened to call you. I didn't know it was a thing ever. I, I and you're you like, might... wow, yeah, sure. I'll take this. I always thought it was your own bank who would just be like, hey, you're approved for this. And that's, that happens Good point. too. It happens. That's usually how it does. But then, yeah, of course, the the, the third-party companies, like mm-hmm. MB&A and City and that, yeah, they come out of the woodwork. They do. And, it, and the, other banks. The first, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the first one is when I decided that it would be a smart idea to finance a TV. I wanted a fancy oh, new flat screen. you just said finance a TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And every time... Please my, don't do this, anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Please don't Mark. do it. No. Oh, man. Um, so I decided to wow. buy a TV, and it was, a, it was a payment plan for however long. The TV was like 700 bucks. How big is this TV? It was um, about 32 inches. Okay. My first uh, LCD TV, so I was, you know, I was ecstatic to get it. Okay. You know, possessions and yay, but yeah, again. The, so the financing, <laughs> so yeah, how much did it end up being? Um, I don't really know. Oh, yeah. Because again, I never, just, I never tracked that. I just paid just it. on the credit card? Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't buy it with credit card. I, oh, you I, financed it so you could have more it. credit card yeah. uh, limit. Well, they sent me, it was financed by Desjardins. Okay. And they sent oh. me a credit card in the mail. So they sent you an additional credit card because you use them for financing. Yeah. So wow. I, and I think the, I think the financing was like the payments for the TV was taken off the card, if I'm okay. not mistaken. So it did come out of that. Yeah. So it came out of that, I think. But that was, and then that was like a little but $500 you had more room in there too. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. It was a, it was yeah. a $500 limit on the card. So it'd take whatever for the month and I just... So that's another credit couple card that with one. My, yep, couple of that, well, credit card two because I still have the other one. You have the other one, which is, one, but this is typically at its fifteen hundred dollar limit. Is I that? I think it was. I want to say it was fifteen between thousand and fifteen yeah. at this point. Then I think okay. I had gotten. Okay. I called and got a. <laughs> oh, you got it more. Yeah, extended. Yeah. yeah. 
Of course. Uh, I guess it was brew for that. Limit increase. Yeah, of course they will. You've been a, a loyal paying customer. <laughs> yep. Paying the minimums yep. forever. Yeah, exactly. And you will pay they forever. No yeah. I don't think I ever missed a payment unless it was, you know. No. So yeah, you got good credit. In good standing, I yeah, guess. So yeah, so you got good credit. Yep. This is like the danger zone, right? <laughs> yeah. Good credit. Oh, yeah. Because you've been paying minimum payments, which, you know, the credit scoring system, I don't know if everybody knows this, invented by the banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get points for just making the minimum payments. They're Surprise, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Surprise that they're okay with that. <laughs> yeah. That means that they're, you're a good customer, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't yeah. mean that you're good with money yeah, at exactly. all. <laughs> so anybody listening, if you have great credit, it doesn't mean that you're good with money. Exactly. It just means the banks love you. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> you're using theirs. That's right. It's, yeah. That's pretty so, and paying right. them interest constantly. So, okay. So yeah. then... There's more credit cards coming? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one day I was sitting around with a friend, and I got a, co- a call from uh, Scene Visa. Okay, yeah. So you're approved. Because I've been using, I've been using uh, the Scene Points for movies and yeah. collecting and doing that. And I scene got a Points call. are great. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. I don't think I've paid for a movie in a long time. Yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> Well, I have, but in a different way, I in guess. In a different way, um, yeah. But then I, I was approved for a, a, a Scotia Scene Visa that every dollar gets a point towards going to see a movie. Yeah, oh, and that card yeah. has a six thousand dollar limit. Oh, they give you six thousand dollars. Twenty twenty five year old Mark is over the moon. Yeah, I just got six thousand dollars for. <laughs> see, that's the. But the, what did they look at to decide that six thousand was okay for you? Couldn't tell you. Like you're, okay, I mean, uh, do you know what's your annual salary at this point? What, like, if you had to estimate, um, working part time LCBO at, at that point? Yeah, at that back point. Then? Oh, yeah, geez. you don't have to tell anything now. Really but, or you don't have to say it now if it's if it's not uncomfortable. Not it was like it was a, maybe between fifteen and twenty grand. Yeah. So it was like, a lot. Yeah, not it might not even be that high. I think definitely wasn't currently I haven't looked in a while actually. I think the poverty level yeah. like is around that. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> like and then they give you six thousand yep. dollars. <laughs> just makes me so yeah. mad. Hey, okay, yeah. so now you're rich. Now I'm rich. Now I'm spending. Now I'm going to IKEA and I'm buying <laughs> big things. You know. Oh my god. Uh, although you know, I guess so, some some days I was frugal with IKEA. I would go and just get a lunch, not buy a, a big thing. And then <laughs> how other many times, times do you go to IKEA? Whenever I mean, whenever what sometimes. the one the Leslie one? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh yeah, that was a, I guess the most convenient the closest one. Closest one. I guess. Go get some meatballs and then walk around, get some ideas, and then peace out. Get man prepared for the next time I go in but um <laughs> so that was that and then I got that card and then I think moved on to Danforth okay yeah around the same time still smoking yeah still living with roommates we got the three of us in this in this flat now and the rent's a little lower okay yeah it's actually the lowest rent I've ever paid it's because it's above a Greek restaurant because above a restaurant I don't know if they really I guess the landlords at the time, they're not the landlords now, but I guess they, it had been for lease for a while or for, yeah, for rent for a while. Cause I, I remember when I was looking with the guys, we we're like, Oh, there's this place here. And I called and I was like, Oh, okay. Well, well, and we looked at some other places, West end of town, didn't mm-hmm. really get back. And then that came crunch time where we have a week where we told everybody else we're moving out. We got to meet in this and find a place. Okay. And I was, I was so crunch time. So I just go, Hey, when I try this place again, we call, what's the price again? Oh, 1200. Cool, four hundred dollars okay. each. Yeah, D- done. Yep. Okay, uh, so you ended up you you moved into the, this place, mm-hmm. and uh, what, how much did you uh, like? How long did you end up staying there? Probably about four or five years. So four or five better, years. Better part of a yeah. And at least four or five. 
Now, are we still on the downward slope of credit? Yeah, I got another credit card. Okay. <laughs> Is the 6000 maxed out? Uh, it was getting maxed out. Yeah. Okay. So you would maybe have a little bit of this and that. Okay. So another credit card. Are we in balance transfer zone yet? Have you? Did you ever get into that? Um, Transferring balances for six months? From one card to another card? Yeah. No, never did that. Okay. It was always a, an option that I saw if yeah. I wanted to. But it, I never... I was just like, no, okay, this card's done. Uh, and I, I was... Uh, I was a Rogers customer, a loyal Rogers customer for yep. about five, six years yep. at the time There's now. That, yeah. so and they, they had they had a new um rewards card coming sure. out that a rewards Visa or MasterCard or something like that, that if you, you know, you get that and you use it and you get uh the credit on that towards your phone bill. Okay. Well that uh that seems awesome. Sounded fine because my phone bill is like seventy, eighty bucks at the time now anyway. You got a smartphone doing that whole thing, just paying just just money coming out wherever for the bills from, but, from the checking account. By the way, none of this is awesome because this is not <laughs> no. any spending that you can afford. No, of course it, not. Some rewards are great if it's yeah. something that you can afford and you're, you're spend, but really it's just terrible. But please go on. Oh, okay. Um, no, I agree. Uh, and at the time, like, all right, cool, yeah. awesome, another credit card. $7,000 limit oh, on this bad boy. No, yeah. no. I know. It was. And I do you remember how much your OSAP would be at this point? Is it like an eight or five, or have we even got that low yet? I still had maybe like six or seven to pay off. Yeah, okay. So six or 7000 yeah. in the OSAP. Not, we got about thir- we got about fifteen thousand now total in in credit, mm-hmm. uh, um, like consumer credit. Yeah, credit went through cards. that went through that Rogers card real quick. Okay, and this is just living and buying this and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there's, there were there any like crazy big purchases in in this? Like, yeah, especially when I got the the Rogers card, I bought a bed. Okay. But I, I, well, I, I was sleeping on a futon. Yeah, you're probably thinking. So I was like, like oh, nice new sure, bed. Sure, it's, it's a big spend, but it's not it's not um, excessive, if you will. Like, maybe you could have got a cheaper bed. Yeah. But oh, yeah. people need beds, and uh, you should be able to buy a bed. Yeah. But it's not like you bought, like, another big screen TV, which maybe you did. Is it coming I did up? not. But nope. the 7000 no? no. Okay. I bought a projector. Because you're still finance. Are you, <laughs> you bought the projector. <laughs> okay, because TVs are not big enough. No. And how much, like a projector would have been about the, well, less actually, than it, than it the less than a size TV, But it was TV. still like a thousand dollars. Although the projector I paid, I paid with it with the credit card, but I, I threw that much money from my checking account on it right away just to be like, oh, I saved. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it's a weird mentality. This is the that time, period of time that now I know you at this time yeah, of, oh yeah. of life. And yeah. I've, I've seen this projector on the wall and mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Right. It's great. <laughs> and, and can you use it now? Uh, there, you have white space on the wall? I do, but we don't have enough uh, room, like room to make it larger than what our current TV is. Yeah, so okay. I was just like, well. <laughs> so the projector still, is now... It's in storage. It's in storage, but it will be used. It'll be used. Like there's a media room coming up in your future. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, you know, so it's not going to go to waste, which is good. Yeah. I mean, technically, you could have sold a lot of this stuff, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So we got 15 grand in consumer debt, like seven, six or seven in OSAP. Mm-hmm. So you're hitting around 20. I feel like there's more. There's more coming. Or is that it? Mm, let me think. I, I had, oh, I guess, well, in between the move from near Danforth to on Danforth, mm-hmm. I had a conversation with uh, my previous girlfriend that I should start paying her back Okay. for some of, and again, me being me who I was, sure, like me sure. in that time in that place in my life, it was her that suggested this to me that I start paying her back for the money I wore for the rent. Yeah. And we decided on a, a specific amount okay. and I paid. So uh, also along with all this credit card stuff that I got myself into. Now you're I'm making, s- I'm putting maybe a couple hundred dollars a month aside, sending it to her account. Okay. Uh, for, I think that was maybe four, 
maybe a two year stretch, two, three year stretch, I guess, to, to pay that amount back. Wow, okay. So on top of that, so I'm, 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 I'm working, I got an, another job at a market research firm. Okay. So, I'm so, two you, jobs. so you got another job in yeah. this because your minimum payments, I gotta be crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. All over the place. Um, do you, do you remember how much you would have been paying on about 15 grand of credit card debt? 80, between 80 and 120 probably. Sure. Something like that sounds pretty much like, and then the interest on top of that was, Oh yeah. When I, when you look at it again, when I was shredding the papers, a tear just forms and <laughs> comes right down. Cause it's just, it's like so much of that went to waste. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, on the, the bottom of statements, they tell you how long it's going to get paid. Yep. Now, I don't know if they did at that point, it might be newer, but they would have listed how many years it would take. You oh to pay no, off. maybe they, maybe I haven't they seen do that. it in fine print now. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, you know, 700 years or something like, like they wow. actually like what, <laughs> even if it was 70 years, which I've, I've seen or 90 years, which I saw in somebody's credit card statement to just print that out. Like that's some balls. Okay. Yep. To print that <laughs> for someone to look at and just to, to know yeah. that you're going to be doing it. You're like, it's in such small print that it's not like uh, advice. Like, yeah. uh, you should pay off more. It's just like an FYI, like, yeah. Hey, you're screwed. FYI, sign the banks, right? If you care to glance at this page, part of the page upside down, you'll see yeah, this. Exa- uh, yeah, or in, in the mirror, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Are we at what lit the fire then? What? The, so you got to be thinking, I got to do something about this There's a by point now. now. Yeah, once I, it was, it was the, the, the crippling anxiety that I felt when I owed a good friend that uh, much money and you felt like you need to do it, but you don't have money to do that. Well, I, I, again, you we found did a payment thing. Yeah. I just would take whatever was in my checking that I wasn't putting anywhere else. Uh, out there. Again, it was a couple hundred bucks a month. So that you felt the, yeah. What was the feeling that you had then? It was just, I was just so mad at myself for even it, like, it cost me the relationship. It cost yeah. uh, not just that maybe, maybe other things too, but that was a big part sure. of it. Yeah. And no doubt it, it's the reason why I felt so terrible about it. So I guess that was one kind of like the a thing. catalyst yeah there. and i didn't want to i didn't really want to take any money from anybody by asking for it again ah okay so i had to double down i see got more shifts everywhere i could at the two jobs yeah then started getting more hours at lcbo enough that it would take up most of my week and going to the other job wouldn't be worth it because i'd have to leave early to get to the other one so i okay I, I no longer work at the the research firm. So you focus on the LCBO, focus on the liquor control board, and they and I I was getting enough hours that that I was I was comfortable enough to kind of assess. Yeah. Okay. Still spending like I was living on on Danforth, like like Greek Town, maybe like that's you know. So- there's every every night you can go. Lots why would I cook when I can go downstairs okay, or to yeah. a bar? So I mean, my excessive spending in that regard still hasn't stopped. Credit cards are still maxed out until I pay, however much at the end of the. It wasn't sometimes it wasn't just minimum payments. It was like okay, how much do I want to spend on this card next month? Three hundred dollars. Okay. So you're starting Put some some like preliminary basic planning to try to minimize your spending maybe or to maximize it on the card for the rewards. Okay. <laughs> sure. But you're, you're thinking outside of like, take the thing and throw it in the garbage. Pretty much. So do you, this is a small step, but what were you thinking? I got to figure out how to pay this off. Or were you thinking I'm just going to live with this for the rest of my life? I'd say a little bit in between. Okay. It was neither nor yeah. like I, I would say that, it's probably a good idea that I should start paying this off because I don't want to be with it for the rest of my life. But also what can I do? Yeah. What am I to do? I don't want to, yeah. like I just, I just made a promise to myself. I don't want to ask for money from anybody. You don't want to go any further. No, I don't want to go any further. But you're kind of fixed at this 15, 20 grand. Yep. 
And did you realize at that point that with that plan, you were never going to pay it off? Did that um, cross your mind? Because that's the, that current. You know what's scary? I don't think it really did. Yeah. And, that, and looking back on that now, I think I can say that, yeah, I don't I think I ever did. Yeah, because people, I think the thought is, eventually I'll pay it off and I'll just keep it. But that's not how it works. No. If you don't make more than the minimums, you'll never pay it off. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy. Yeah. So, okay. Tell me what happened to to change all of this. Well, I, I quit smoking. And okay. Just, I'll just jump right to that. Yeah. I quit yeah smoking. So what made you want to quit smoking? Um... I guess because you're smoking every every day, every day, yeah, oh, but yeah. not like three packs. Not a chain smoker, but, but like uh, this is between, a ha- this yeah. is an addiction. This is an addiction yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, almost as bad as spending money. I yeah, guess, exactly. Know, in a way, Which, and it, it, yeah. it was an addiction too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what? Why? I just I I think I got to a point where as well, I was I was gaining a little weight. I couldn't get to the top of the subway stairs without hmm, getting out of breath and puffing. Yeah, and. I think, I mean, that's how this all kind of starts for anyone who wants to get smoking. It's like, oh, I can't really go upstairs as fast as I used Something to. Something has to happen, successful. Right? Something yeah. has to happen. And it was an, It was also like I couldn't really, now that I was starting to assess mm-hmm. what I was in control of and yeah. not in control of, yeah. that was something that I definitely was not in control of. And okay. I didn't like that. So I quit smoking and I guess it's not, it, well, back then it's like, it's, it's such a weird way. Um, I guess a lot of smokers in passing have heard about this book by a guy that if you read this magic book and then you put it down and you're done, you'll magically be done smoking for the rest of your life. Yeah, and I've, with, I've heard about these things too. Yeah. And um, it seems crazy. It seems like... It seems absurd. How could a I was book like, do this? Yeah, it's like, well, you know, the skeptic in you comes out and you're like, well, sure. how can that be true? How can that be yeah. possible? And And again, it's still weird to me because I don't know it... All right, to get into the thick of the book, I guess... So he, this is this is Alan Carr. Alan Carr is easy way to easy stop way. smoking. So the easy way is their brand. Yeah. And they've applied it to everything now. They started with the smoking. Right. And there's one on gambling that I flipped through. Oh, yeah. Of course, it doesn't apply to me now. No, no, of So course it's not, not like <laughs> I'm going to go through it and do it because I don't need to quit gambling. Exactly. Yeah. I could have used it then, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think it would have worked on you then? I don't know. I don't know. You know? I, I, it's really hard for addiction. They, they seem to think that the same thing that worked for you could work for anything. So, Hey, I probably would have tried it, but you know, who's to know? Yeah, exactly. But okay. Alan Carr. So yeah. What, what, what are the, could you have key things in the book that are, that helped you or I haven't, I'm going to try to go through it as best I can. Cause I, the last time I read it is the last time I started when I had a cigarette. Yeah, I know. Sure. Maybe about four, we don't have to go through four or five it, years ago. But, no, but yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try to remember, I guess. Yeah. The points. Um, so I guess, yeah, there's this book you read, you're done it, you put it down, you're done smoking. So I, I pick up the book and I start reading it. And the first thing that he says to do is to keep smoking until you're done the book. Okay. And I was like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm trying to stop. I'm trying, yeah, well, I'm trying to stop. Why are you going to make me do this? And then about halfway through the book, it just kind of clicks for you. And you're like, oh, the whole point of this is to smoke and then break down smoking break it down to a level that where it doesn't seem appealing to you anymore. Okay. And then you don't yeah. want to, but now you can't stop because you haven't finished the book yet. <laughs> so Wow, it's torture. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, Okay. But, and it, it worked, I guess, in a way where it was, it was such a different take from typical, like, you know, on the, on the cigarette packages, you have all the gross, like the lungs. Yeah, they're trying to scare you. People with the you. missing teeth and yeah. all that, trying to scare you. Anyway. And he's, 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 one of the main points he makes as well in there too, he's like, oh, I'm not really going to, scare you with all that because you know all that and you're still smoking 
Yeah. So let's tackle it from a different angle. Exactly. That's not um, going to work. Yeah. It basically, I almost, almost want to say it kind of rewired my brain and certain, I guess, stigmas I had about quitting that were just made up in my head. Okay. Like like that it, uh, for example, that it relaxes you. Like the soldier, the dying soldier in a yeah. movie is given his last cigarette to relax. Oh, yeah. That's or, all uh, I needed. Yeah. That it, it keeps you stress-free when, you know, when in reality it doesn't actually, you know, makes your heart rate go faster. It makes you a little more anxious. And, and so just, it was just posing these things to you in a way that you never thought of before? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. And it was... I guess too powerful to ignore because there was a good few, there's about three or four points where I was reading the book where I absolutely wanted to stop for good. And there was no way I could. There was, you weren't allowed to. <laughs> weren't allowed to until you were done the book. And, and that's where I guess that's where it clicks for you. That's where mm. it clicked for me for that. And I, and then because another one of the promises that he makes in the book is like, once you're done this, you're going to, you're going to not smoke. But the best part is, and you're going to kick yourself for this. You're not going to have any cravings. Really? You're not going to have any. It's all without drugs. And, and you don't have to use a patch. True. You don't have to use anything else. It's absolutely true. And I don't know how. Again, I, I, I kick myself for not reading it earlier. It's just crazy to me that a book could do <laughs> uh, that. Anything could do this. You I know. know having yeah. having gone through so much addiction therapy myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody would have said like, and maybe it would have worked. Hey, just read this book first. Yeah. And then you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. then you can spend ten years at Cam H. <laughs> with a, with a, a problem gambling counselor. Yeah, well, that's the thing too. Maybe um, I, I guess maybe the, the same thing wouldn't work for everybody. But the book I think has like a ninety five percent success rate. Yeah, I mean the fact that it worked for you is yeah. amazing. It worked and for my dad. Yeah. Oh, so your dad did he was, it too. He was smoking for like right fifty a, years. Right after you did it? Not right after no, I did it. But he <laughs> saw what happened yeah. to you. See, the, yeah. this is this powerful stuff, mm-hmm. right? And it's not, yeah, like you said, it's not necessarily going to work for everybody. Right. But there's no harm in trying it. I mean, other than the fact you're spending money on the book and making, well, Alan Carr is, is passed on now, right? Yeah. But you're making the easy way in his children mm-hmm. um, yeah. wealthy. The whole estate. But, uh, th- you know, they probably don't need you because, no. <laughs> you know, they like one person will be like, Holy crap, this is great. Yeah. I love, this is the best <laughs> book ever. You're like an advocate for life now. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so... That's amazing, and I I wish it was that easy for everybody who wanted to quit yeah, me smoking, too. right? Because you probably run into people who maybe they've tried it or they just don't want to. I or... know a lot of people who still have the book and, and are too afraid to read it because mm. why? Because they're afraid they're going to stop smoking. Afraid about change, and then everyone's afraid of change. And then there's uh, I I kind of like you you brought up in a few podcasts I think before about stigma, mm. and there's uh, of course the stigma with 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 money and finance and, yeah. and goals and stuff. But there's also one with smoking that like, what are you going to fill your time with? I'm going to be, really? I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be, you know, don't talk to me for two weeks while I quit smoking. And it's, it's, They're it's so afraid. terrible things like that. And putting it up on a pedestal like that, that you, you, you know, stay away from this. Yeah. And it was, it was such a weird to get over all those stigmas, but it, it, the book breaks all those down too. And it, and okay. then it just make, it makes you not worry about it anymore. Okay. So you're then able to apply this to your money situation. Yeah, in 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 the way that I think the first thing in the book that he mentions is that you have to admit to yourself that you've made a poor choice. Okay, yeah. And that, that yeah. you've and that you've wow. essentially kind of been brainwashed into thinking cigarettes are everything that they are. Yeah. Or everything that you think they are to you. Wow. And that's that's kind of what clicked for me in the beginning to to stop smoking. And in all of his other books where it's like the, there's a healthy eating one, 
that I've clearly read but not followed. <laughs> um, there's a drinking one. There's you have, a gambling like how one. Many, how many books do you have? Of I've, I've read. Car? I've read the the smoking and the and the, and the, uh, and the eating the one. eating one. But they don't have a spending one. No way. Eh? No, no. That's what I'm asking. Okay, I've would, never looked it up. I no, never thought that, about it. This is. I'm guessing that this is your. <laughs> this was good enough. Issue. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was. But right? this again, the spending wasn't the one that I hadn't admitted this to myself yet. No. And wasn't even ready. Not even maybe the first couple of years after I start stopped smoking. I okay. Was, so how long? How long did it take then? Um, maybe, maybe a couple of years. So a couple of years while you're still uh, floating this twenty grand in debt. Yeah. And you're not smoking, which isn't great and yep. all. But it's not helping well, your I was, finances. No, of course not, because I was I was too busy in my head thinking how great it was that I'm not smoking anymore. Hey, and just, take I was just the time. Over take the, the time. Be proud of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to to uh, the crush an addiction. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, please. Over the moon. One thing at a time. And right? it was. I mean, yeah. And it was hard enough, which is why I, I always. I mean, I never get to say it, but I'm very I'm very proud of you for overcoming. I guess what would be two of the the, the hardest ones. Well, that I in my that I think of uh, for gambling and and alcohol because I you know when I first met you yeah well they were connected yeah right? okay, yeah exactly yeah uh, when I first met you it's like well, oh hi you. I'm Bo I don't drink oh why not okay because and you said you flat out just said it <laughs> because it did this and it had, I had a gambling addiction and it this fueled it and I don't do it anymore you got to say like, oh. it but the one thing I didn't <laughs> yeah. have was like and here's this magic formula yeah to uh, if you if you have a <laughs> yeah. problem you do it exactly you you have this you're yeah, like yeah. Hey, read this book <laughs> you know maybe it'll work for me. I can't you, say that because I don't know doesn't really work for gambling but i might have thought you were just a weirdo yeah exactly well even oh, yeah. more of a weirdo just i guess do this. Yeah, just do that well i tell everybody do transcendental meditation but yeah that you know it's, it's i don't want to sound like a cult <laughs> but that does help yeah. meditation anything uh therapy all that kind of stuff yeah. but okay so you're still you're proud of yourself which is great of course yeah. take your time but is it just brewing in your head like yeah For i i can apply this stuff or just like slowly you're thinking this is not important anymore like the spending? Yeah. Um, I How do you start paying down debt if you're not making that much more money? What I did was I went to the bank in the most, it wasn't the most desperate time, but I was just like, I want to see if maybe, and I think uh, I, I started dating my girlfriend, my current girlfriend at the time who is financially, she's been in control. She's pretty of good with money. Well. Yeah, yeah. You should, probably, you should have her on. <laughs> yeah, she she bought right. a condo at 21. You could probably, yeah. <laughs> people could learn some you stuff know, from her. That's, uh, <laughs> I hear of people buying real estate early and yeah. these are the people who are pretty much set for life. I mean, yeah. it just goes from there. Now you have the seed money and you're good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, what an what a inspiration or something to live up to there. Yeah. So that a little bit more of a fire than you went into the bank. A little bit, yeah. So we we started doing that was more of a thing. I went in and we were going to have a uh, we established, I guess, because again she's financially sound. She yeah. wants to know about my debt and what I what's coming with me into this sure. relationship. Full disclosure. That's yeah, full good. Disclosure. I recommend so I, that for everybody. So I laid it all out. Okay. And this was that and. I was like, there's, and I, and this is where the point I brought up, um, there's gotta be, there's, there's gotta be some kind of consolidation for this, either putting it all on another bigger card yeah. or something else. And what was suggested was a loan. Like consolidation for, loan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at a low enough rate, I guess, lower than your credit cards, lower than the cards by, okay. yeah. by a good amount. So just to, just to interrupt real quick. Yeah. So your options, if you do have a lot of debt and you're looking to get out of it or mm-hmm. when a consolidation loan, as you said, mm-hmm. the Stopgap measures or balance transfers for zero percent for six months, but you maybe don't want to get involved in that. Hmm. But it's a good way to, if you need it in a pinch and you have another card or you can get another card and you're not able to do that. The other options really are uh, consumer proposal and bankruptcy. Hmm. And I don't know if you considered either one of those. No, I, I, I've never, like from the get go, I was never good with 
finances or anything. Uh, yeah. So I never even, I never, never even consider it. Cause I don't know what it would you never get thought me. about what a bankruptcy. No. Yeah. No, like you. it always sounds like a bad thing. It's the worst thing on, to me, that's the worst thing on wheel of fortune. It's the worst thing it's, on it's, the list. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it sounds bad. I didn't and, really want to uh, think about it. <laughs> no, I just don't want people to discount. Like if a consolidation loan doesn't help. Right. Right. If you know, you're, you're, but your frame of mind has to change too. Right. So yeah. your consolidation loan. So you did that. Yeah. And all it does is just move your debt. Movement, right? Yep. I mean, you're paying a little bit less on a monthly, right? So you were able to increase your payments then? Yes, I increased. I wasn't just paying minimums on that. I was deliberately paying more, yeah, because I wanted to just. Well, that's the only get way to get it, it down. Yeah, yeah. You remember how much the loan uh, ended up being? It was f- between fourteen and fifteen. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was a, a lot to ask for, and even <laughs> I don't know why the guy. It, it's another thing too. The guy at the bank wasn't even straight up said, "It's like I don't know if it's gonna." <laughs> This is going to help. This is going to fly. Well, that's because that's, yeah, yeah, that's, if you go to a bankruptcy trustee, you Mm -hmm. know, even going through bankruptcy, like, sure, it ruins your credit for a while, so you can't get credit and all your debt is gone. But if you don't fix the problem, the debt will come back. Yep. Just like when your bank account was empty, you couldn't spend when you got more money, you spend it. It doesn't matter. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you get more credit cards. Exactly. So how, how do you make it stick? what did you do? Um, I just kind of stuck to it. I think you 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 changed. I was in, right? I was in yeah. I was I was in. I, I now kind of was in a. Uh, I mean, living with and uh, you know. I guess finally heeding all the advice from past, uh, it finally came to to the forefront because it was being repeated again. Now at a time where I'm more open to ideas yeah, of how to get out of that's this. That's right. I would say as well that now again we're going full disclosure here. I don't want to yeah. leave anything out. Sure. I think once my OSAP got down to a certain amount. Yeah. Maybe there's a grand or two left. I got a handout. Okay. Put it on that. Hey, nice. Once my... Not a TV. Yeah. No, no, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. You, I saw... You're in a different place now. Yeah. One more handout. One more handout from Grandma. To crush it. To crush it. Yeah. And this was my crossroads, I think, as well. Because oh. I saw myself... Sure. I saw myself spending this on whatever... Oh my God. Saw myself spending it on doing whatever I wanted. Like maybe, I don't know what else I could get at this point. I, yeah. had, a, I had a bed, <laughs> I had a projector, I had a video game consoles, I had just about everything. And I was like, well, I could also use it for this. And I saw myself there and I didn't, I, I didn't want to see myself having to go to the bank again to apply for this loan again. No, because that wasn't I was comfortable. Like, right? Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And the fact that he's like, I don't know if this is going to, it might be not be approved. And I was like, well, like, try it. Great. Yeah. So, oh. so, I guess in a way that sort of sped up the process. Again, I had to make a choice. I didn't, you know, when you come into money, like, yeah. did you ever, did you ever win a jackpot? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, then I spent it right away. <laughs> yeah. Of so that was the worst day of my life, <laughs> but I did get an inheritance yeah? okay. from my grandparents mm-hmm. and I did, you know, I was right in the thick of it. You know, I mean, I might've been taking a break at that point, but half of it, I put it on my student line of credit that, couldn't be reopened. You know, the right. one that, that just can only be paid down now. Yeah. Right? Like OSAP. You can't yeah. reopen OSAP. You can't access that money again. Right. Right? Yeah. So it's the <laughs> safest place to put money. You'll never see it again. Yeah. But I blew the other half of it. Right. You know? It's like, so you have to make those choices. Yeah. Right? And that's probably the best choice that I made in that whole 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, of my 20s. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So you did that and that freed up money. That freed up money a that little was bit. coming that you could then put against the loan. Yes. Um, well, I, I, I put that all, I think, that took care of the rest. 
Um, I mean, the OSAP is done. OSAP's done. And then consolidation loan. Yeah, this took care, I think, of the consolidation loan. Okay. And then whatever I had left over was just in my checking. It was a couple thousand, maybe. So you had, like, how long did it take you to pay all of this off? Um, Like 15 15 grand took me 50 months. My my payments were fixed at $300 a month. Oh, wow. No interest. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's part of the consumer proposal. That was my deal. It went from 40,000 to 15. Right. Right. And then it was fixed, and I could save extra money. Mm-hmm. And but for you, you were, you still had interest on this loan. Yeah. But was it was it a set time period? Like you make these payments, and the loan will be paid off. You know, I don't really call it. Again, I still wasn't in. I just wanted to get the loan, and then yeah. I think I, I, have I been calling it a loan? It was a line of credit. Oh, that sorry, makes line, a difference. Line of credit. Sorry. No, it's, a, it's the same okay. thing, except you can reaccess a line of credit if you need it. Okay. Which means, do you still have access to that? I don't know because it's just sitting there at a big vet zero. Yeah. In my account right now? I mean, and it's not bad to have. No, of course uh, not. But um, uh, it's also dangerous yep. if you're worried but I haven't about that it. at all. I haven't touched it since. So it just seems like it would take, you know, a good, what, five years or something to pay this off. Or did you just get throwing tons of money at it? I put the, the loan from, from grandma was substantial enough to take care of the rest oh, of it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, That's good. So yeah, not so, the loan from grandma. The yeah, so you paid some grandma. of it off and then grandma gave this one big lump sum, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Did you say how much or you don't have to say how much? It was ten thousand. Oh wow! Okay, um, so, she's. I mean, she's okay. Has so I. I want to. You know, I've done the work in my mind, and the work of like working really yes. hard to to chip it away as much of it as I could. Uh, but I also want to say I've been fortunate enough to have certain handouts. Again, you know, you got you have older relatives who are giving away most of their their savings or estate or whatever, you know, yeah. uh, that can help. But again, I had to make the choice whether or not to blow that. Wow. And like I said, I, I didn't want to see myself. That's, that's go good for, for that you. Again. Cause yeah. you, and you were at the point where this will cover all of it and it's done. Yeah. And you, you trusted yourself enough. You have this new state of mind that you're not just going to go and, uh, rack it all back up. Exactly. Uh, I'm still, you know what? In my own mind, I th- I feel I'm still terrible. I'm still not good with money. I still well, we can work on that. Yeah, exactly. We can. <laughs> I still spend here and there, but it's never. I've never. I now and now I have money uh, in 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 savings and going towards um whatever. <laughs> well, like you got some it's investments. All, or? Yeah, some investments through the bank, I guess. Sure. Okay. Uh, a certain amount of my paycheck goes towards that. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and but you have these. What happened in the credit cards? Uh, they they got canceled when the loan happened. as part of the deal to get Good. the loan. Good, they I'm had glad to get that canceled. they did that. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's smart. That's important too. Yeah. And this line of credit, I'm not going to tell you to close it down because it might affect your credit rating. But we can talk about that too. Mm-hmm. But if you think you know, and it, and you know, it's nice to have an emergency until you have an emergency fund, yeah. which you're built, you're building now. Yeah. Right. So. Okay, so you just still have a function one functional credit card, or do you have yeah. no credit card? Yeah, no, I have. I have. I got a new credit card. You got um, the little, a uh, little one. No, what they get? I got you? rid of all of them. I, I had a. You got a new one. I got a new one just from for the bank. Regular spending. For regular spending, it was um. Well, I, I got one, and then they canceled it. They made it, I guess, obsolete. They canceled the the. the yeah, card it, was a, it was a TD Visa cashback Visa, and that they had for anymore. a couple of years. It doesn't exist. They changed it to Mastercard. I guess there, uh, maybe I didn't find the the new war, war rewards appealing enough, so I got uh, <laughs> I went and I got another scene visa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But this now, is yeah. for everyday things. That, and and what's your policy with the credit card now? Would you pay it off? Pay it off in full. Yeah. 
Like every month. month. Every month, yeah. Yeah. Before the interest hits. Yeah, absolutely. And the day the, the second I get the email, I open my app and I pay it. And is this just something that you feel that you should be doing or you know you want to do this? This makes you feel good. It does. Yeah. It really does cuz I'm working for the money that I spend and yes. and put away now, I have I get enough hours and I just I, it's a better mindset like I said when I when I I've been over the moon since I stopped smoking. Yeah. My health improved dramatically. And my, now my range yeah. and my singing voice is like oh, like perfect. everything that they so said would happen. So many added benefits. Yeah, everything that they said would happen when you stop smoking happened. Okay. Uh lung capacity greater. I'm not I don't cough anymore. I don't have chest pains that would happen every once in a while. You know, it's just everything so that I guess from a financial perspective, I I guess it, I'm happy to not have uh, the anxiety of my crippling debt bearing over me anymore <laughs> if I had to put it into words like so that. freeing, yeah. isn't it? It really was. You know, I hope that it continues this way for me. I'm, I'm okay, I guess. Uh, well, we I can feel all right. We can make sure of that. Yeah, oh, okay, We can great. make yeah. a plan. <laughs> it would be really unfortunate if you did all this work and then we didn't have a plan so right. that if something, like, because, hey, you know, shit happens, right? It's a yep. podcast. I can say whatever I like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, shit does happen to people. And, you know, sometimes it's not your overspending or your carelessness or whatever. It's just something happens and then, then you're back where you were if you don't have an emergency fund to cover certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, we can have that and then we can, you know, start planning for savings and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, good for you, man. Oh, thanks very much. This is really, this is good. So you don't, normally I would uh, tell people how to uh, find you uh, on your website <laughs> and buy your thing or whatever it is you do. But I feel like this is more, you know, if anyone is going to do anything, go buy, uh, if you want to quit smoking, go get the easy way yeah. out in car. I feel like you're going to end up working for them. <laughs> probably. I mean, you know? I, I bought, I bought probably about five or six copies of the book but that you, I give out to people. Yeah. So, I mean, you would be a great you know, sort of if they have a conference, mm-hmm. you go and talk and say it worked for me. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. everybody is totally skeptical, of course, about all this stuff. But, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I know you. I know I know this is true mm-hmm. and, and, and that it works. And the fact that you're then able to that new, like you said, rewiring of your of your brain. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happens in addiction therapy. And you got addiction therapy in a book, mm-hmm. which is crazy. right? Yeah. You know, all of the therapists out there are like, what? Yep. You know, <laughs> and the book is probably 20 bucks. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got it cheap online. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. And There's older editions. You can get it cheap. Yeah. No, thanks for coming. And thanks for having me. So, thanks for being so open because oh, I yeah. know it's hard to talk about mistakes in the past. And like you said, the first thing you had to do was to admit that you made a mistake. Right? Absolutely. The smoking with the spending. So awesome. Well, thanks, Mark. Thank you. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It would mean a lot to me and it only takes a few seconds. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Personal Finance Show. Next week, my guest will be Brian Daly, co-founder and CEO of a company called Smart Refer. 